This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, here we go. It's 8 past 12. Adam walking out the door. Make sure you check out Adam and Jordana on a regular basis. My name is uh, Chad Hartman. Here is Dave Harrigan. Thank you for lunch. Bought me lunch today. Oh, repaying uh, kindness. I'm happy to do it. It was great. Did you get through it all? It was a lot of lunch. Uh, I did not because it was a lot. You want to give a plug to the uh, uh, the place? <laughs> I wish I could remember the name of okay. it right now. We had Indian food. Yes. Uh, Skyway across the street probably, Starts right? with an A. I know that. Yes, right near the North Star Adam Center. Carter's uh, Yes. Indian, Indian play? Adam Carter's Indian food. Yes. Uh, very good, and I did eat it all, and I don't have to eat for a week. Yeah, it uh, excellent. Excellent. And you got me a Pepsi. You got me a Pepsi in a can. I know what it's about. The greatest pop of all time, indisputably. Is that kind of a Stephen Ace? However, indisputably. Yeah, I love my uh, I, too much. It's pops terrible for me. There's not a single redeeming thing. But my father plied me with Pepsi as a kid. I've told this story before. My mother, <laughs> granola, naked yoga, impeach Nixon signs, basically abandoned raising me by the time I was nine or ten. Then my father, I, I don't think my father could boil water. No exaggeration. <laughs> don't think he could boil water. It was, here's a 24-pack of Pepsi, and here's white bread, and go to it. And then we're going to go to a sporting event, and I'm bringing a press box and a clubhouse uh, in a locker room where you never should have been. That's why 16 years <laughs> calling the Wolves, uh, a few years calling the Twins, uh, some other things. I never brought Hunter and Griffin, This is uh, or, or Q, but Q was fairly young when I was calling games. Never once brought him to a place where they shouldn't have been because my father – consistently brought me to places where he just was bulldozing his way through it. And then, <laughs> and then I'm sitting there feeling, get me out of here. Hey, who's going to say no to the guy with a kid, right? Uh, yeah, he didn't really care. You know, he just, you know, he really didn't care. Uh, our Friday regulars, uh, we enjoy all of them. Major Garrett, Shaletta, Matthew Caller, and the Am I Wrong Committee coming up. So, Play the song I asked you to play. Do you have that right there? Let's go ahead and hit it. Don't give up on us, baby. Don't make the wrong seem right. The future isn't just... This is Hutch. This is David Soul. It's 
This was the number one song for a while. Did you see what year it was? Maybe 1980-ish? I will look it up. Somewhere in there. David Soul has passed away. Battle with uh, cancer. 80. So, uh, sad news. And it brings back TV memories for me as a kid. Did you see the winner? 76. 76 it was number one? Yes. Number okay. one in U.S. and Canada. Well, I think uh, I think Starsky and Hutch, I looked it up, but now I forget. I think it was maybe 75 to 79 or Starsky and Hutch. And if I think of watching shows as a kid, and I've always enjoyed TV, when I think of watching a show as a kid, I honestly think Starsky and Hutch might be the number one for me. I'm not saying it was amazing television. But if it's 75 to 79, I think it was. That's yes. April 30th, 75 through <clears throat> May of 79. Okay, so that's me 10 to 14. That is me three of those years, well, half and half with my mother and father living in the same place. Mom bolts to go to... Carmel, California, Mother of the Year. Congratulate. But if she's going to bolt somewhere, Carmel, not bad. Not bad. The most beautiful place in the contiguous United States of America. Really? I believe. That good. I think it's that. It's amazing. Carmel, Monterey, Pacific Grove. What do you, get, I, what do you got against Lake Country? Uh, well. Brandon Lakes area. A lot, lot going well, on out there. Maybe the most beautiful place place in America to me is looking back from the third green of Northland Country Club. That's uh, that's my favorite spot. <laughs> Wondering where it all went wrong yeah, along yeah. the fairway. Well, at that point, early enough, I still, still think I have hope. <laughs> when I now get back to it and I'm on the 15th tee and you have the lake right there, by then it's all disintegrated. <laughs> <laughs> then it's all disintegrated. But um, Starsky and Hutch... Now, I, I, um, I saw somebody comment on this, so I don't want to steal it. But if you see kind of the intro to the show, it just captures the show. It's these two guys. I'll admit, and I'm very sorry that David Soul passed away. I was more a Starsky guy oh. than a Hutch guy. Okay. I, I lean Starsky. Starsky, look up his name again. Paul Thomas Glazer? What, what is Starsky's name? He, a um, couple things. He had a wife who did a, a ton of work with AIDS research, if I remember right. And then he came became like a successful producer director, if I remember right. Paul Michael Glazer. Paul Michael Glazer. Susan Glazer is his wife, I'm pretty sure. I think she may have passed away from AIDS too, but did a lot of work in that area. Um, I. You know, and so here's the other, and I thought, okay, what other shows do I think of when I'm a kid? And I think you have to be of a certain age, right? You know, like, if you're just watching cartoons, Cold Circuit of Common, I mainly watch Meet the Press, not cartoons, Cold Circuit of Common. <laughs> that became a, I don't know if that's still a bit with Common, it probably still is. Um, <clears throat> I think you got to be at least 8, 9, 10, right? Yeah. Do you really remember these shows? I think so. So I enjoyed Starsky and Hutch so much. Again, they're kind of the renegade cops who get themselves in trouble. The intro just captures the, you know, 
the 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 dynamic between the two getting in trouble from their their sergeant, I guess, and then their partner in crime, Huggy Bear. Mm-hmm. I like this show so much. I name one of our dogs Huggy Bear. Oh, that's very nice. That's a great dog name. It's a great dog name, and he was a great black lab, just phenomenal dog. Again, I'm not saying we should be writing sonnets about how great a show Starsky and Hutch was. Well, you still could. You could. In I'm fact, not saying you I, can't. You're very good at, at creating these things. Maybe by the end of the show, I'd like a sonnet on Starsky and Hutch. I'll work on that. It was just at a time when you're 10 to 14 and you got the one TV in the basement, and here we go. 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, Tuesday, Wednesday, I don't remember. It was what I wanted. I thought, what other shows do I think of when I was a kid? Here's another one that comes to mind for me. The White Shadow. Ken Howard I don't know that as the former Chicago Bulls injured basketball player <laughs> goes to Carver High School to teach basketball because... He's friends with the principal, I think, and he coaches these young high school kids who are all kind of goofballs, but they're they're good kids too, and uh, some have really difficult stories. And Ken Howard is kind of your classic tough guy, gruff, but deep down, guess what? He's got a great heart. Sure, heart of gold. Yeah, he's got he's got the heart of gold. So those are like when I think of a couple shows when I'm. And that's a little later. I just looked that up. That's like 78 to 80 or so. Plus, I've loved the NBA my whole life. I get it. The NBA is the greatest team sport on planet Earth. If you disagree, you're wrong. I mean, that's fine. I mean, you're, you know, it's okay being wrong. It's okay. But, like, for me, it was, I mean, I knew by the time I was 10, 11, 12, I wanted to call NBA basketball because my career peaked like in fourth grade at Neal Elementary School. Sure. I was maybe the second best player. I've not improved a bit <laughs> since then. Still can't go left. I was still, I couldn't go really anywhere. <laughs> I, I, I told this story on a thread I'm on with uh, Pete, Johnny Kay, and Jeff Munich, where I go to Jim Dutcher's basketball camp, and I think it's maybe fifth grade. And Dutch goes, I hear you're okay. I go, I'm Okay. And so he goes, I'm going to ref one of your games. He refs my game against Del Schiffler's son. Del Schiffler was a great, uh, legendary high school basketball coach in this state. Uh, most notably, Coach uh, the Dinger, Mark Oberding, one of the great all-time high school basketball players. Just a great guy, the Dinger. And <laughs> I think his son's name might have been Bill. Maybe somebody could help me with good memory. I mean, he... He just absolutely destroyed me. I mean, I think I think he scored thirty. I scored four, and Dutch walks by and kind of whispers me, "I hear you're a pretty good golfer," and just walks by. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that Great was it. Line. That's where my dreams ended, right there of uh, <laughs> doing anything outside of sitting on my butt and calling mm-hmm. games, which I was lucky enough to do. Um, but White Shadow and Starsky and Hutch, two of the shows I think of when I'm. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, when you're starting to, you know, maybe you're getting a little brain function and you have a little bit. A little bit. 
I got, we got a little bit more now. And you have some taste. And neither are all-time shows. <clears throat> but at some point in this year, I think I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch it. <laughs> right? So when you think of when you're a kid, let's go at least 8 to 16-ish. Right? Somewhere in there. Fair. What TV shows come to mind? I want you to chime in, too. What TV shows come to mind? 8 to 18, let's say. We're going to get serious in a little bit. We're going to talk January 6th. And for all of you individuals who act like it's no big deal and let's move on, you couldn't be more wrong. It was an attempt to overthrow an election through violence, and the president of the United States loved it, sat on his big fat butt and watched it and did nothing. And don't start with the nonsense about uh, he offered troops to Pelosi and Pelosi turned it on. Mark Esper, his defense secretary, Donald Trump's defense secretary, said over and over again, that didn't happen. So we'll get serious in about 15 minutes. But TV shows, when you're a kid, what stands out and why? You want to call? Call, it'd be great. 651-461-9226. Or if you want to text, guess what? Same number. 651-461-9226. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, it's a great song. It's a great, great tune. Are you looking for a little more respect for me? Is that what it is? Oh, it'll always be nice. Certainly the Am I Wrong Committee is always looking for a little more respect. I, I, I lauded you the last time. Yeah, you'll still get to the segment 10 minutes late. That's <laughs> fine. That's, that's fair. No, you, you talked about wanting covers the other day. Yeah. I'm not giving you covers, yeah. but I'm giving you originals of songs that were covered that most people don't even realize were a cover, including Aretha Franklin doing Respect after Otis Redding brought it to us yeah. first. Yeah. Otis, another one, left us way too soon. Mm -hmm. I think we came up the last month or so 
uh, looking back on when Otis left us. Okay, so we're talking about TV shows of our youth, which stand out. I'm bringing this up because David Soul, Hutch from Starsky and Hutch, passed away today, eight. We also played his number one hit. I mean, you're a stud at that time if you have a network hit and the number one song in America. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. A lot of leather jackets, too. Should be. On Starsky and Hutch. Have you ever had a leather jacket? Yes. I have two. Uh, I had one that I wore for a while. 90s, maybe? And then when uh, we went to Italy, Colette, Maisie, uh, Carla, I think, bought 570. (laughs) No, maybe 800. Uh, I bought one. I hardly ever wear it, but it's great. You still have it? Well, we only went to Italy. Yeah, it was only a couple years ago. Four years ago or so. Yeah, I had a brown leather jacket in high school, maybe late 90s. Maybe around 2000. I wore that was it. was thing at the time. I wore it uh, this year. I looked okay. If you don't say so yourself. I didn't say I looked amazing. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. I wore nothing else. Just wore the leather jacket around the house, <laughs> you know. Um, but, yeah, Starsky and Hutch, a lot of leather, leather jacket. Okay. So we're thinking TV shows of our youth. Okay. For me, I thought of Starsky and Hutch because – David Soul passed away. Then I thought White Shadow. I love White Shadow. Brad Lane walked in. He said, Rockford Files. Mm-hmm. We're, Brad and I are ballpark same age. Rockford Files, 74 to 80. It's funny. Brad had you know lo- a long run at Hubbard. I think of Rockford Files for two things. One, I've got the long story where I could tell it again, but I, I was lucky enough to play golf with James Garner and Mac Davis. Thank God Jim Pete. Decided to sleep in. I played <laughs> Bel Air with James Garner and Mac Davis. Wow. It's one of my 10 favorite golf stories of my life. So I think of that, and then I think of Pat and Joe. Um, Monday Night Sports Talk. And how they always, always talked about the Rockford Files. Like, I think of the radio show which influenced me the most growing up. It's not even close. It's Monday Night Sports Talk. One of the greatest... Radio shows this town has ever seen. Patrick and, and, and Suchi Boy together. So, yeah, Rockford Files. Okay, what do you got? I think of Home Improvement, the Tim Allen show. Sure. That was on at 8 o'clock, I want to say Tuesdays, and my bedtime at the time was 8 o'clock. Yeah. But the deal at my house is if we got A's on tests or, you know, class A's, yeah, we could trade that in for stay-up time, we'll call it, 10 minutes at a time. So if I got me three A's on test, I could trade those 30 minutes in and stay oh. up and watch a half an hour sitcom. Nice. A little Good standards, by Yes. That was a nice little deal. That was, was that just for you to watch uh, Pamela Anderson or actually the show? No, because oh, who was the gal that replaced Pam after yeah. the first year or two? She was not bad either. Yeah, shocking. Yeah. Um, let's see. We have oh, American Gladiators on Saturdays. <laughs> Loved American Gladiators. Somebody was tweeting about American Gladiators this week, too. Uh, SNL. Because as a kid, yeah. I mean, every kid loves SNL, right? Uh, number one, though, and it's an all-timer, The Simpsons. Yeah. The Simpsons. Well, the tough thing about that, that could be any age basically now. <laughs> really could. Um, but the fact that it was on, you know, Sunday nights at, I think, 7 o'clock, probably still is 7 o'clock, and then you could watch reruns during the week at 5 and 5.30, I believe they were on you know, 29 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. 
So, I mean, you could get your Simpsons fix almost every day of the week. It was great. Great. Let's, let's, let's go quick here because I know Major is coming up in five. And this is a good topic. Paul is called in. Paul, you're on CCO. How's it going, Chad? Good, sir. Thanks for listening. I've got a list here for you. Great. Okay, here, here we go. Columbo, McMillan and Wife, McLeod, Cannon, Mannix, Policewoman, <laughs> Mod Squad, Barnaby Jones, Ironside, Richard's Family, <laughs> Brady Bunch, Gilligan's Island, Beverly Hillbillies, Hogan's Heroes, Green Acres, MASH, Beretta, Bonanza, Wagon Train, Rifleman, Big Valley, Gunsmoke, High Chaparral, Gentle Ben, Flipper, Daniel Boone, All-Star Wrestling, and Star Trek. <laughs> Did you ever leave home? Did you ever leave your uh, TV room? That's a great list, Paul. Thanks so much. i got to get to other calls and texts, but that's really good. Dave, you're on CCO. Yeah, it's hard to beat Rockford. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, he, 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 was, he was great. It still is great. Back, when, that wasn't when I was a kid. When I was growing up in the 60s, it was the fugitive starring oh. David Jansen. Yeah, for sure. As, as Dr. Richard Kimball. And I Kimball! Was to get conf- I, was just, huh? I was just doing Tommy Lee Jones. Richard Kimball! Okay, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, I was we were supposed to have our confirmation on, a, I think it was a Friday night. I was raised a Catholic, and we were supposed to get conferred by the bishop. And, and it was the same time that the fugitive was on. And I was going to skip going to my confirmation <laughs> to, to stay home and, you know, and, and watch, you know, Dr. Richard Kimball in the fugitive. Because oh, the premise was. Oh, yeah, we, we, yeah, we, we, we know the premise. Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank huh? Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. The movie's great, too. Right. I mean, I think that movie holds up phenomenally well right great movie oh. i do at least one or two sequels at least one at least one right but uh yeah, yeah very good uh wednesday night i stayed up late to watch uh charlie's angels <clears throat> Texter, i was such a budding lesbian kate jackson oh my god great text moonlighting bruce and sybil moonlighting really was for about three four years was the talk of uh tv for sure uh beretta rockford files the Waltons. My first concert at nine years old. My dad took me to see Mac Davis, Carlton Celebrity Room. Mac Davis knew everything about the Carlton Celebrity Room, knew every golf course in town, also had lost his uh, part of his nose to not wearing sunscreen, looked at me and said, you know, you got a pretty big nose there, buddy. Uh, put some <laughs> suntan lotion on. <laughs> I mean, but he said it in such a likable way. And he's right. I do have Brown leather jacket from Wilson's Leather, the ball back in the day, screams late 80s, early 90s. You got it, man. <laughs> Nailed it. Mary Tyler Moore, Brady Bunch. Uh, let's see. Uh, time to turn Chad off again. He's going to a senseless from a senseless topic to January 6th. That's what I like about the show. Benny Hill. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, He's, he's trying to think of Robert Urich. What was uh, Vegas, right? Vegas, that was the show. Uh, let's see. Uh, more Charlie's Angels. Uh, Land of the Lost. Beretta. Starsky and Hutch. SWAT. MASH. Love Boat. Laugh-In. A-Team. Chips. A lot of Rockford Files. Magnum P.I. Dukes of Hazard, Incredible Hulk. MASH. Trapper John M.D. Vegas. Hill Street Blues. Charlie's Angels, again, 
emergency, growing pains, family ties, different strokes. Uh, Duke's a hazard. Uh, pointing out my success as an It's a Football Champion, the school playground. Yes. Uh, that's when I peak with the It's a Ball team. Great stuff. To Major Garrett when we come back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Major is here. Major Garrett, like all of our guests, he is on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Let's jump into it. Three years ago tomorrow, January 6, 2021, individuals gathered to hear speakers not far from the Capitol, including the headliner, the then-president, of the United States, Donald Trump. Donald Trump had spent months telling the public the election was a lie, it was a fraud, they stole it from us. He had every right to challenge it. He went to court up to 60 sometimes. He had one minor victory. That day, after speeches from him and Rudy Giuliani and others, just flat out, let's be clear, lying about the election, thousands and thousands headed for the Capitol. Many didn't head for the Capitol. They just came to hear the speech, or if they headed to the Capitol, they just stayed outside. But others went inside the Capitol, committed acts of violence, chanted, hang Mike Pence, where is Nancy? And they were doing it to do one thing, to stop our democracy to overturn an election, an insurrection was taking place. And part of what stands out to me, Major, is the polls coming out now from Republicans, in particular Donald Trump supporters, who are reinventing history, who are acting Mm -hmm. like this is no big deal. Uh, The media is spending too much time on it, including folks who are in prominent positions, including members of the Trump family, Uh, Mm -hmm. elected officials, uh, prominent media types, where all their texts are now available. You know this better than I. When they were begging for Donald Trump, hour after hour after hour, please come out. 
call for these folks to stop. And he sat there and he watched it. So among the things that bother me most is when you see those folks who are like, "Eh, no big deal. Come on, stop talking. But in those hours, they were literally begging their father, Mm -hmm. their friend, the president, please make an appearance and try to stop the attack on the Capitol. Mm -hmm. They are not disconnected, Chad. And this is a really important thing all of us have to understand. Okay. What you all, what you said is all accurate. And this idea that those who were begging for Trump to do something, pleading with him to call off the dogs metaphorically and practically his dogs attacking the Capitol, ransacking it, breaking into it, looking for people to beat up temporarily arrest or worse in those fraught and terror filled moments when they saw the snarling face of one part of the Trump movement, they begged Trump to call it off. Now they want to sanitize it. They want to reimagine it. They want to de-emphasize it for the exact same reason they were begging Trump on January 6th, because he's in control of it. Mm -hmm. That's it. And they are afraid of it. They are afraid of it when they wear their suits and they go to podiums and they give speeches and they come to the floor and they cast votes and they decide who or who will not be Speaker of the House. Calm, not frantic, not fearful, but still afraid. And in those fraught moments on January 6th, when people were cowering in the gallery wearing gas masks and people with sidearms were placing furniture in front of the doors with their sidearms pulled, ready to shoot to kill anyone who was mere feet away from coming to the floor of the House of Representatives, they're afraid of the same thing. They are connected. And we cannot forget that connection. And we cannot forget the inherent political logic, terrifying though it is, of that connection. This, when Trump says it's a movement like no other, he's not wrong. He's 100% right. And we have to ask ourselves, in pursuit of what? Yep, exactly. And interestingly, the President of the United States, Joe Biden, is beginning to ask that question. In pursuit of what? What would America look like? And trust me, and we've had this conversation before, and I, mm-hmm. I say this to everyone who was willing to listen to me on this. The story of January 6th never gets better. It only gets worse. It never, it will never get better. Not as a fact. There's more reporting out of Michigan today about the direct involvement of the Trump campaign in lying to electors there to sign documents to criminally misrepresent themselves as the state's certified electors to create confusion and delay and dissension to stop the peaceful transfer of power. It happened in Georgia. It happened in Michigan. It happened in all six of the swing states. That was an effort to subvert the Constitution and repel a peaceful transfer of power. In no way 
can any American of any party say that is normal, ethical, legal, or constitutional? You cannot. You cannot. That is not a defensible position. You can say you tolerate it. That's different. What your tolerance level is, is up to you. But what our Constitution and our system of laws and the peaceful transfer of power require is not what you're willing to tolerate. And whatever gap exists between those two things is for you to reconcile and decide what your place in this country actually is. This man, Major Garrett, along with uh, David Becker, wrote a brilliant book on this topic, The Big Truth, Upholding Democracy in the Age of the Big Lie. It is still available. It's absolutely worth your time. I'll add, you are absolutely allowed to be someone who looks at Joe Biden's policies and disagree on every single one and believe in Republican core principles But also say what happened on January 6th is unacceptable. It is not within the confines of the Constitution. It is criminal, and it cannot happen again. Those two should not be mutually exclusive. Correct. Correct. 100% correct. Because the way we resolve our differences in our country is through a process by which we debate all these issues, we ask questions of our leaders, tough questions, we hold them accountable for things we disagree with, we organize our friends and neighbors, we participate in the process, we cast ballots, and when we're disappointed, we say, you know what, we'll get them next time, because our process continues, our conversation continues, and we do not reject America because we didn't win an election we wanted to win. We don't do it that way. If we had chosen that path, we would have never gotten past our first contested presidential election. Joe Biden. Thomas Jefferson and the president. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, we, all the way back then. Right. When the House had to decide that already. Mm-hmm. If, we, if we had said, we're not going to take it. No, no, that outcome. No, no, I don't like that outcome. We wouldn't be here. We wouldn't exist. All the benefits the world has enjoyed, and there are many, from the very existence of the United States of America. And there are many. And I love this country, and I love what we've done. We have our faults, many deeply embedded faults. Yes, agree. But we are are way ahead on the ratio of good to bad. Yes. For ourselves and for the world. Joe Biden. That doesn't happen unless we continue it. He is uh, speaking today, Valley Forge. He is going to talk once again democracy on the line. It's not a coincidence that he has selected Valley Forge's historical ties to George Washington. When mm-hmm. when he is speaking, by the way, Donald Trump will be speaking in Iowa, and it appears he's going to uh, try to rally around January 6th just to add to the bizarreness of all of this. But when Joe Biden is appealing and saying democracy is on the line, who is he hoping to influence? He has his core he knows mm-hmm. the MAGA group wants him out today, believes he's corrupt, uh, Hunter Biden, you name it. Who mm-hmm. is he hoping to get to, and how realistic is it? Well, the voters that were principally responsible for electing him in 2020, suburban voters and exurban voters, 
exurbs are the areas between rural America and suburban America, uh, becoming more densely populated, but not as populated as suburban areas that ring most urban areas in our country. We write about that, David Becker and I do in the book, explaining how the coalition came together and how people believe, well, if Trump got 74 million, how could Joe Biden get 81 million? Well, he got them by taking much larger turnout in urban areas than occurred in 2016. The country was deeply involved in that election in 2020. Turnout increased by more than 21 million from the 2016. A huge boost in the teeth of a pandemic. Everyone was involved. Lots of people participated. And Joe Biden's differential, winning differential, can be found in the suburbs and the exurbs. Those are less partisan attached voters. Urbanites tend to be hardly attacked hard in their attachment to the Democratic Party and policies. Rural Americans, obviously part in their attachment to Republican parties, exurbs and suburbs, more mixed, more fluid, more up for grabs. Biden won more of those. Trump lost considerably in those areas as compared to 2016. That's where the election was lost for Trump and won for Biden. Uh, He's trying to get the exact yeah. same ring of population, which is not as partisan and motivated, doesn't look at January 6th as a good day, doesn't look at it as an act of patriotism, is appalled by it. And wants to understand what is the direction of our country and its institutions and its rule of law. And Biden has tried to speak to that. I'll finish with a major talking about a couple polls which have come out. Uh, New Hampshire. One is Minnesota tied. I'll, I'll start with that. There's a poll showing uh, Dean Phillips now at 21 percent. The president who's not on the ballot is at 58 percent. I think there's like 15 to 20 percent undecided. Phillips was on the show for the first time in about a month uh, the other day. I'm sure aware of exit polls. And I said, what's what's your minimum number to get for you to feel like you've established some momentum and more people will pay attention to you? And he said, at minimum, I need to get 25 percent. So I I want you to react to that one. And also another poll, which has come on the last 24 hours out of New Hampshire, the first one that shows Nikki Haley very close to Donald Trump. 37 to 33 percent. Donald Trump at 37, Nikki Haley, 33 percent. How realistic is it that Nikki Haley could win New Hampshire? So those two polling questions. So Dean Phillips is probably right. Twenty five percent seems like a good number. That actually seems candid. And I will give him credit for being candid. He doesn't have any reason to be candid, to be that candid, actually. Because he may not get to 25%. Yeah. But if he gets to it, that's something that people would have to pay attention to. It's a write-in. It's not engaged. The Biden campaign is not directly engaged. But they're trying to make sure it's not a substantial embarrassment. And what's going to be interesting in New Hampshire is, do Democrats get involved in that conversation, meaning sending a message to Biden, or do they get involved in the Republican conversation? Because you can register on the day of in New Hampshire. Right. Lots of Democrats can, and you can cross party lines and get mm-hmm. involved depending on where you think you can toggle the switch more aggressively. And if there are Democrats who want to sort of stick it to Trump, they might use Haley and the New Hampshire primary as a vehicle. Um, so that's possible. That's going to be an interesting dynamic. And I, having not been in New Hampshire, I don't know how Democrats are thinking about this. Do they want it? engage in the Biden-Phillips thing, or would they rather engage in the Republican primary just as momentary participants to toggle that switch more aggressively? I don't know. 
What I do know is New Hampshire is a place for surprises, and candidates like Haley have a much greater chance of surprising in New Hampshire than they do in Iowa. Much greater chance. Ask John McCain about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, Bush, W. Bush wins in Iowa in 2000 by 10 points. He goes to New Hampshire and loses by 19. Yeah, okay. So these things can happen. What I'm more interested in is, is this, Jack. This is what I'm really interested in because it goes back to where we started. Let's say Trump underperforms in Iowa. Let's say he wins, but it's closer than it's expected to be. Mm-hmm. Does he do what he did in 2016, denounce the Iowa process? Of course. As corrupt. Of course he will. Then if he goes to New Hampshire and loses New Hampshire, then he denounces that, says that's corrupt, that's rigged. He will. So now, yes. so now, so now Republicans have to listen to him say the exact same things about them yep. that he says about Biden. Well, how are they going to land with that? Wait a minute. I'm not Biden. Well, you're saying I'm Biden just because you lost? You must. Was that? Does that mean everything's just about you? Hello. Yes, it is. It, it is about hello. <laughs> we know that is. I'm fascinated to see if that plays out because you know and I know what's going to happen. Hundred percent. I have to go. Great stuff. Have a fabulous weekend. We'll uh, we'll talk next Happy week. Happy New Year. Happy. Okay. No, 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 no. January third. That's the end of oh. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. No, sing it, Major. Happy New Happy Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It ends. Knock off that nonsense. Hang up on him. In fact, hang up on him right now. Happy New Year. That's it. We're done Happy with him. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Chad. Especially to you. Happy New Year. 53 Fast 12. Another song I really like. I was working for you today. Yeah. What a man. Keep spinning, boys and girls out there. It was an insurrection. He tried to overturn an election. He lost in court every significant time. He lost. Just accept it at some point. He's going to win if the election is today. But he lost in 2020. Accept it. I'll stop talking. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.